ghosts, we got all the tricks. Exorcisms and bloody gore. Every week you tune in for more. Here today, gone tomorrow. Bring the world down and go get your sorrows. The devil's here and the demons follow. Rest in peace or not your normal horror. Not your normal Welcome to Not Your Normal Horror. I'm Jay. I'm Kim. And I'm Jess. Jess is here. We have a special guest. It's my wife's BGF and my BGF-in-law. That's how it goes. (laughs) Is that a thing? It is now. You're the one that said so. I did? You called me your BGF-in-law before. I probably did. Mm -hmm. She's probably drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at beer number two. I'm definitely... Feeling it. Cut her off at beer number one, and yet she's just, she's got another one. So. All snaps. I've had no beer, so. I've had one beer. You're no fun. I have no fun. I had one night. beer, and now I'm drinking a Coke Zero. I used to be really fun <laughs> on Wednesday nights, would be my get drunk on this, the deck, or the house that we live in right now. I'd be drunk every this Wednesday was the night. Hang house. That's right. Yep. Every Wednesday night, we'd be drunk on the deck. Those were the days. Yep. I can't do it anymore. No, getting old is a bitch. <laughs> getting old is a bitch. Oh, no shit. So, um, yes, this is a little late because I literally just got done the notes for it. And it's here, so we'll just be fine with it. So we're going to do craziest events caught on live TV tonight. Not tonight, as in, like, caught on TV tonight. Like, yeah, because <laughs> Only today. Only that, that's what took events. us so long, because we were trying to wait till the end of the night so everybody could do their dumb shit on and TV. And then I started getting tired. I was like, you know what? It's just, I'm going to have to call it. 7.30 is tonight, the end of the night. That's it. So, yes. All throughout time and history, this is craziest events caught on live TV. Going way, way back to the very beginning of time. Well, not really. <laughs> the beginning of TV as we know it. Oh, well, yes, the beginning of TV. <laughs> so I think, I can't remember who started first last time. I'm pretty sure it was me, so I'm going to say. Rock, paper, scissors. Nope, just go for it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right, I lost. That was riveting. You Apparently. didn't, actually. You threw <laughs> oh. paper and I threw a rock. And, and you threw like... yours after I threw mine. I know. <laughs> and yet you still thought you lost. Oh, uh, whatever. I won, I, I won. Cut off, dude. Okay. This will be fun. Yeah, right. <clears throat> All right. So first up, we have Christine Chubbuck. Chubbuck? I would say Chubbuck. 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 But there's no I. It's There's no I underneath. Okay. Just go for it. C-H-U-B-B-U-C-K. Chubbuck. <laughs> Christine worked at WXLT-TV at the time of her death. She was hired as a reporter and was given a community affairs talk show called Suncoast Digest, which ran at 9 a.m. It was a show about local people and local activities. It will give attention, for instance, to the storefront organization that are concerned with alcoholics, drug users, and other lost segments of the community, per production manager Gordon J. Acker. She had told her family that she was suffering from depression and suicidal tendencies, but never told them she intended to commit suicide on live TV. 
Her mother chose not to tell WXLT management about Christine's depression and suicidal tendencies for fear that she would get fired. On the morning of her suicide, Christine had covered three national news stories and then a shooting from the previous day at a local restaurant called Beef and Bottle. The film reel of the incident had jammed and a the film reel of the incident had jammed and wouldn't run. So Christine shrugged it off and said on camera, in keeping with the WXLT practice of presenting the most Immediate and complete reports of local blood and guts news, TV40 presents what is to believe to be a television first. In live color... In living color. No, in living color. <laughs> sorry. In living color, an exclusive, an exclusive coverage of the attempted suicide. She then drew a 38 caliber Smith & Wesson Model 36 revolver and shot herself behind her right ear. She fell forward violently, and the technical director quickly faded the broadcast to black. After her shooting, news director Mike Simmons found a script that Christine had written out covering her segment, including the shooting. There was a third-person account that was to be read by whichever staff member took over the broadcast after her shooting. Christine was taken to Sarasota Medical Hospital and was pronounced dead 14 hours later. When WXLT found out that Christine had died, a staff member released the information to other stations using the script that Christine had written. That is truly wild. That is wild. She's mm-hmm. I can imagine. And there's, uh, so apparently there was like one recording left of this like one tape of it and if i remember correctly either it was destroyed or it was given to a family member who either kept it or destroyed it and i can't imagine why you would want to keep something like that so like not that i would want to and i'm i mean i know there are people out there who I, i have morbid curiosities about a lot of things but this isn't one of them so i would never want to see it yeah but I know there are people who do, and as far as I know, it is not available anywhere on the internet because the only copy of it was destroyed. Supposedly. What year was that? Did you say? Did I miss it? That was in the six, the seventies, um, I believe. I didn't put it in the notes, so it was like the seventies. Wow. She started working in television, I think, in the late sixties, and I believe she killed herself in the seventies, like seventy four or something. I don't remember. Can you imagine, like, watching the news no, and just that seeing that? It's got to be horrifying. Like, yeah. Horrifying. All right, so I'm going to go with um, my my story or event was Allison Parker and Adam Ward. This was actually a more recent one. Allison and Adam worked for CBS affiliate WDBJ in Roanoke, Virginia. Allison was a news reporter and Adam was her cameraman. Allison was interviewing Vicki Gardner for a news story when they were attacked by a gunman. The gunman turned out to be Vester Lee Flanagan II, who was a former reporter at WDBJ. He had been fired in 2013 for disruptive disruptive conduct. So as a disgruntled former employee, Flanagan gunned down former co-workers Allison and Adam. Both Allison and Adam died at the scene, while Vicki Gardner was shot and survived after surgery. Flanagan, in turn, later shot himself after trying to evade police. He was found inside his car with gunshot wounds and later died at Innova Fairfax Hospital in Falls Church. And the shooting was actually caught on camera. 
Really? Like shown as the news story. Ugh. And I do remember seeing that one and it looked so fake to me. Like it looked like it was almost part of like a horribly done movie. But no. And apparently like as the cameraman had been shot, his he somehow turned the camera onto the um, shooter and the people at the the news station recognized the shooter as Bester Lee Flanagan and well, we're able to get it, you know, get it on it as quickly as possible. I just wonder what people like that think, because I get you're upset that you were fired, but like it wasn't the anchors that did it. Nope. So why would you? Ch- I mean, you obviously just wanted to cause a scene, yep. Yep. but that's just it's but so I think sad with and that one for those people, it's because they were on TV and yeah. he wanted people to see it. See, like I'm pissed off, and I'm gonna show you people how pissed off I am. The poor, their families, like that's awful. They're like they had nothing to do with this. I know that's awful. Yep. Shame, man. <clears throat> Next up, we have Joden Romero. Joden Romero had been out of prison for almost four months when he stole a car at gunpoint before leading police on an hour-long high-speed chase. Before the carjacking, he apparently hit a passing car with his hand, and the police were called. As the police were heading to that area, they got word that a Dodge-caliber sedan had been stolen at gunpoint, the car that Romero stole. They spotted the car and started to chase but had to pull back as Romero was running red lights and putting innocent bystanders in danger. They instead used a police helicopter and unmarked cars to follow at distance. He had many previous convictions for violent acts and was apparently on the run for violating parole for a weapon conviction. Fox News was broadcasting the car chase live using a news helicopter. Romero drove to an industrial area and spotted two marked police units. One officer was standing next to one of the cars talking to another officer. Romero swerved into their lane and started shooting at them, missing the cops but hitting one of the patrol cars. He continued driving west towards California, reaching speeds over 100 miles per hour. He fired at the police helicopter overhead, but missed, obviously. Uh, Once he was about 75 miles west of Phoenix, he got off of the interstate and drove off into the surrounding desert. He was then shown exiting the car and walking down a dirt road. An officer fired a shot at Romero, but supposedly missed. However, television footage showed Romero stumbling and clutching his torso. Shepard Smith was the anchor covering the live footage. His commentary is as follows. Um, I don't know. Look at this. He's just running. Oh my. Well, it looks like he's a little disoriented or something. It's always possible guy could be on something. Then Romero is seen taking out a gun and putting it to his temple before pulling the trigger. Get off, get off it, Smith exclaimed, trying to get his director to cut to a commercial. When they came back from commercial, Smith told viewers that the video feed was supposed to be on a delay, so this could have been avoided. He then apologized to viewers. That didn't belong on TV. We took every precaution we knew to take to keep that from being on TV. And I personally apologize to you that that happened. Fox News Executive Vice President of News Editorial Michael Clemente also apologized. In a statement to TV Newser, 
He said, we took every precaution to avoid any such live incident by putting the helicopter pictures on a five-second delay. Unfortunately, this mistake was the result of a severe human error, and we apologize for what viewers ultimately saw on the screen. Wow. I don't... When did... Do you know when that happened? Because there's no... That was recent. Um, what, like 2010s, I believe. Because I could swear that I seen something on TV where a guy shot himself. Yeah, more than likely that was it. God, I wonder if the person who, like, failed to set up the delay correctly, I wonder if they... Because they seem to be apologizing profusely, the network. Yeah, well, Mr. Mr. Uh, what's his title? Pre- v- Executive Vice President of News Editorial. That is a hell of a job title, by yeah. the way. Michael Clemente had said... Unfortunately, this mistake was a result of a severe human error. Yeah. So I'm assuming that whoever was in charge of that was fired. Definitely fired. Oh, I'm sure. For sure. Because, mm. I mean, everything, all, everything's delayed. Like, yeah. there yeah. should have been enough delay on anything live to be able, like they said, to avoid yeah, that. to and avoid that. You just didn't, so. I wonder why he, any idea what would, did he just feel like, I don't want to go back to jail? Probably. And so he would, oh, I'm do, sure. he would do anything to avoid yeah. it, including... What, what threw me off was, like, th- what set it all off, and I saw it on on multiple sources, what set it off was that he was, I guess, walking down a road or something, and a car passed by, and he hit it with his hand. And then that person called the police. That's just such like, a random... Why? why... I don't think I would... If somebody smacked my car as I drove by, I don't think my first thought would be to call the police. Yeah. No, but that's... My first thought would be yell out the window. And right. And be like, like, why? Fucking jerk. Yeah. Or why? Yeah. What? And then just Right, but like, on. your car's not damaged from a hand. Yeah. So, touching it. And then that caused him, that snowballed into him carjacking, the gunpoint, stole the car, the high-speed chase, the shooting at the cops, the shooting at the helicopter, and then he got shot at, which I could not find the autopsy reports to say whether or not the officer that shot at him did contact him in the torso or not. I could not Ugh. find it. But, and then he shot himself. Whoever called the police on him initially for hitting their car with his hand should feel very guilty. I, I agree. Because that's just bonkers to me. It is bonkers. I feel that people overuse 911. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <coughs> okay, my next one's a biggie. A biggie. 911. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. On September 11th, 2001, at 8.46 a.m., a plane struck the North Tower of the World Trade Center, which was not caught on live television. However, as news outlets were reporting on this and trying to figure out what happened, a second plane was caught on live TV crashing into the South Tower just 18 minutes later at 9.03 a.m. There was a huge explosion and burning debris showered down on surrounding buildings in the streets below. Cameras were still rolling when the South Tower collapsed into a cloud of dust and debris at 9.59 a.m. Then the North Tower followed shortly after at 12, I'm sorry, 10.28 a.m. As a result of these attacks, 2,763 lives were, lives were lost. Were taken. Yes. <laughs> there were 2,192 civilians, 343 fighter, firefighters, 71 law enforcement officers, 147 passengers on the two planes, and the 10 hijackers who crashed the planes into the buildings. 
Those of us who were alive and old enough to have witnessed this have likely had these images stuck in their heads for over 21 years. Yep. You know where you were, and you know what you were doing when this happened. I was happened. just getting ready to say, anybody mm-hmm. knows exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, rem- was, I remember being woken up from my sister's ex-boyfriend, and he's like, telling me that a plane crashed into the tower, and I was like, dude, I'm sleeping, man. Like, I had no idea what he was talking about, and then I wake up, and I'm watching the news. I literally was watching it for like, two minutes and then boom the other plane hit and i was just like what the fuck yeah like that was probably the craziest thing that i've seen on live and it's really hard to explain the feeling you get even all these years later of like thinking about seeing it happen and picturing it happening it's like there's just all kinds of emotions that and then like run through all the stuff that happened afterwards like as they're showing it like you see people jumping out of freaking windows Mm -hmm. and it's like what the fuck like it's oh man yeah were you did you see it because we were Mm -hmm. in the same school Mm -hmm. so where were you i was actually at work because we had um so you had already been released for because i see oh that's right because you only had one period and then you left or two no i had um three periods uh, three days a week and four periods, two days a week. You know what? So I was still there because I didn't have work release yet. I was on early college. That's not like y'all were in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got we, work release, man. <laughs> I had um like college release, and so I think I had four periods, mm-hmm. and then I got to leave, and so I had walked into it was home ec with uh, what was her name? Oh, Miss, I forget her name, but. She, I walked in the classroom and the TV was on and I thought that was so weird mm-hmm. because that was never a thing. And um and that's when the second tower yep. was hit and I remember just thinking what is going on? Is mm-hmm. this a jo- what are we is this a movie? What are we watching? Yep. Was it Miss Moore? Moore. Yeah. Wait, I was loved it? Miss Moore. She was the only one I can think of that did home ec stuff. Yeah. Had to be Miss Moore. Yeah. And so then we all I think they just dismissed everyone. I definitely left. Yeah, I was working at the um, at the hotel at Harrington Harbor. Oh, so could, did you have TVs in like mm-hmm. the lobby you could turn on? No, in the that? rooms. In the rooms. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yep. I forgot about that job. Yeah, yep. that was a horrifying. Well, and I remember being worried about my mom because she worked in yep. DC, and so when I heard about the Pentagon, I just remember like even though it's in Virginia. But it's basically DC. Yeah. yeah. And I just wanted well, to make sure, I just knew it would be yeah. gridlock. Like, I wasn't worried about her being like hit by anything, but I just knew it would be hysteria in the city. And I wanted to make sure she could get out okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and turns out she hadn't gone to work that day. And phones were like, it was impossible to yeah. get through to people. Oh, yeah. Yep. Couldn't get through to anybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was nuts, man. I remember reading about last year or the year before, too, about all of the like search and rescue, you know, trying to find people in the rubble. And how many dogs they used oh. for that. And there were some that, you know, survived the whole thing and, like, mm-hmm. died of old age later, but there were some that were basically sacrificed. And it was just so sad, and I was like, why am I so sad about these dogs? But, like, you know. Because they're dogs. Because they're doggies, man. Yeah. They're the best doggos. And they were just doing their job. Yep. It's so sad. Very sad. Well, next up is Max Headroom. In 1987, an unidentified person wearing a Max Headroom mask hijacked the TV signals of two stations in Chicago, Illinois. The first time, a newscast for WGN-TV was interrupted. Viewers saw a person wearing the mask and swaying erratically in front of a shaky metal panel 
which was supposed to represent Max Headroom's animated geometric background. There was no talking, just a loud buzzing sound. It lasted about 30 seconds before the WGN engineers regained control of the broadcast. The second interruption happened about two hours after the first. This time, an episode of Doctor Who was interrupted by the Max Headroom impersonator. This time, you could hear him talking about New Coke, for which the real Max Headroom did advertisements. The animated TV series Clutch, Clutch, Clutch Cargo, WGN sportscaster Chuck Swirsky, Greatest World Newspaper Nerds, and other unconnected topics. This intrusion ended with a side view of someone's exposed ass being smacked with a fly swatter while a voice yelled, oh no, they're coming to get me. <laughs> and then another voice saying, bend over, bitch. <laughs> Regular broadcasting then returned about 90 seconds later. The Federal Communication Commissions investigated and could not find out who was responsible. <laughs> to this day, they still have not been identified. That's fucking great. I'm You've sorry. You've never seen that video? No. no. Oh, you guys have to go search that. Oh, my God. And that's it's... not the direction I thought that was going. I <laughs> no. thought it was going to be like another shooting. Yeah, so did like I. Another... And I'm like, I'm <laughs> an exposed ass. Fucking flash <laughs> Come get me, bitch, or bend over, bitch. Good Why would Lord. So... <laughs> yeah, as I was doing this list, I was like, wow, these are pretty fucking grim. Let me throw in some bizarre but not so grim. Let me throw in yeah. a fly swatter in the ass real quick. What <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, New Coke. You guys uh, have to watch that. You have to see it. It's oh, just. Well, just Google fly swatter ass kind, or. No, Max Headroom. Okay. Max uh, okay. Headroom incident, and it'll pop right up. Oh, oh God. It's kind of jarring, but it's. it's <laughs> Fucking fan. It's something you have to live in your life at some point. You have to experience it. I'm going to experience it today. Yeah, you will. (laughs) Okay, my next one is the zombie apocalypse alert. On February 11th, 2013, residents in Montana and Michigan witnessed a local area emergency message warning of an upcoming zombie apocalypse. One took place from 2.30 and 2.33 p.m. on KRTV Channel 2 and 3 during the Steve Wilco show and also during a commercial break. Stations WMNU in Marquette, Michigan and KENW in Portales, New Mexico received the message at 3.55 p.m. Then five hours later, WBUP received the message at 8.35 p.m., which is the same time KRTV received the message for a second time. The message broadcast was as follows, quote, civil authorities in your area have reported that the bodies of the dead are rising from their graves and attacking the living. Follow the messages on screen that will be updated as information becomes available. Do not attempt to approach or apprehend these bodies as they are considered extremely dangerous. I repeat, civil authorities in your area have reported that the bodies of the dead are rising from their graves and attacking the living. Follow the messages on screen that will be updated as information becomes available. Do not attempt to approach or apprehend these bodies as they are considered extremely dangerous. This warning applies to all areas receiving this broadcast. Tune in to 9.20 a.m. to get updated information in the event that you are separated from your television or that the electrical service is interrupted. Civil authorities in your area have reported that the bodies of the dead are rising from their graves and attacking the living. Follow the messages on screen that will be updated as information becomes available. Follow the messages. Oh, sorry. The station will now see this station will now cease transmission. So please use your battery powered 
radio. Tune in to 9.20 a.m. for further information. So what I'm thinking is the hacker was somebody who worked for 9.20 a.m. and was yeah. just trying to get yeah, right? traffic their way. Yeah. Fuck this news station. Come that listen to 9.20 a.m. But could you imagine, like, I think I would freak out. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like, if I'm just sitting there trying to watch the Steve Wilco show, and then somebody comes on and tells me zombies are coming for me, like it's just like your worst nightmares. You're like, oh my gosh, this is really happening. I'm not gonna survive this. Because like, why would you question it? It's yeah, like on... if, from your civil, your civil authorities in your area. Like right. it sounds pretty fucking that's official. Like that shit that happened. I don't like way way back in the day when that news broadcast came over the radio saying, oh yeah, that, the emergency broadcast. Yeah, saying that like aliens or something or like something like they were under, like the mm-hmm. country was under attack. Oh, and, I thought you meant like the emer- like the test, the test of the emergency broadcast. Oh no, there was oh. like a, a thing where they came on the radio. It was like a joke thing and they were saying, or no, it was for, it was for some movie. War, uh, world, war, war of the Worlds or something? Something like that. Or Independence Day or something? No, it oh. was, but it was like, it was back in like the 30s or 40s. Yeah, that's World War, uh, like, war, yeah. war of the Worlds. And like, it, the original. It, mm-hmm. it was like, oh. they were broadcasting over the radio, but it was just like an advertisement for the movie. Oh. And people thought that it was, re- <laughs> and like, no, people started like jumping out of their windows and committing suicide and stuff that because, crazy. because they thought that. Nice marketing plan, yeah. assholes. Oh, wow. Yeah, they thought it was real. Like, they were, like, legit people were committing suicide. That's a big oops. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah. Maybe we should have, uh... Thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, this one makes me think it's, like, a... Almost like a, a Walking Dead right. marketing yeah. plan. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, is that, like, around the time people start doing, like, bath salts and shit? Oh, oh my geez. God, I remember, remember that. Remember that? Yep. Unreal. And, like, eating faces. Yep. Yes. That was so scary. Nope. No bad salts. No. Well, up next is the Space Shuttle Challenger. On January 28th, 1986, the Space Shuttle Challenger launched. It was supposed to be a glorious and successful day for NASA. This did not happen. Just Just 73 seconds after liftoff, the shuttle broke apart and exploded on live TV. NASA later found the debris, but no survivors. However, it seemed the passengers survived the initial breakup, but the impact of the crew compartment on the ocean surface is what killed them. On board was a school teacher named Krista McAuliffe. She was on board because she was selected from more than 11,000 applicants in the NASA Teacher in Space project. She was to be the first teacher to fly to fly in space. She was going to conduct experiments and teach two lessons from the Challenger. After her death, several schools were named in her honor, and she was awarded the Congressional Congressional Space Medal of Honor in 2004. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember. I, I mean, no, I, was, I wasn't yeah, alive. Not, you were alive in 86? Oh, I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking 70-something. Yeah, I was six. I don't think I was watching the news. Probably not. But I don't remember seeing that one. No. I remember hearing about it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine watching that, though. No. Especially, can you imagine their families? Yeah. Because they were so proud of them, I'm sure, thinking, oh, yeah. this is going to be a thing, and then to just watch it explode. Yeah. I'd, Horrifying. Ooh. That's a toughie. And, like, she wasn't even 
like technically supposed to be there. Like, well, yeah, she was she just was, she won a prize. A, yeah, yeah, that was her prize in a way. What a shitty fucking so prize, sad. man. Yeah, that's terrible. Okay. Up next, we got Lee Harvey Oswald, which we all know this name. Yep. Lee Harvey Oswald was the man accused of shooting and killing President John F. Kennedy. Before Oswald's court date, on November 24th, 1963, news cameras were there when Oswald was being moved to the city jail. Jack Ruby, a local bar manager, emerged from the crowd and shot Oswald at close range, killing him. The crowd there applauded the death of the alleged killer, but his execution also left many questions for some as to whether or not he was actually the assassin or if he was being used as the fall guy and he was killed to keep him quiet. There are many conspiracy theories that we won't cover tonight, but we will eventually as to who shot JFK. Was it Lee Harvey Oswald? Was it someone else? I didn't realize that happened. I didn't know that. You didn't know that I mean- he, he was killed in, like, Right. Yeah. That I didn't oh, yeah. know that he was basically as executed in the street. I didn't mm-hmm. know yep. that. On TV. Yep. Wow. Television. Definitely didn't know that. I mean, that's another one I didn't see, but I don't yeah. really need to. So. Yeah, that one I wasn't alive for. No, we were not alive for that one. I wonder, we should ask our parents if they, because I know everyone knows about when JFK was shot. Well, that was 63, and- so my mom... Was just born. It was November 24th. What? Well, JFK was shot in November of 63. My mom was born on October 31st, 63. So she was a baby. My dad was only four years old. I'll have to ask my parents. They were in their 20s. My mom was 10. No, eight. Eight or nine. But, yeah, I want to know. Yeah, can you ask your parents? Because our parents were little. My parents were born in 45 and 47. Yeah. Our okay. parents were too little. Can so, you ask your parents about yeah. that? My parents is old. Yeah, I'll ask them. <laughs> You're old, so. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> All right. Last up on my list is the L.A. riots. Mm. These riots broke out in April and May in 1992 in South Central L.A. after a jury acquitted four officers from the LAPD that were charged with using excessive force in the arrest and beating of Rodney King. The incidents were videotaped and shown over different TV broadcasts. The riots started on April 29th and lasted for six days after the verdict was announced. There was looting, assault, and arson committed during the riots, and local police local police forces had difficulty maintaining any control because they had a lack of personnel and resources. They only ended when the California National Guard, U.S. military, and several federal law enforcement agencies deployed more than 5,000 troops to help with ending the riots. After they were over, there were 63 people left dead, 2,383 injured, and over 12,000 arrested. Damages to property was estimated to be over $1 billion. Wow. That's a That's, lot. Oh, yeah. I remember that shit. I remember the riots. I don't remember it from then. I do, you know, I've seen it since. Yeah. But I remember I, learning about it. Yep. Uh, I remember because I'm old. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, the more you learn about what happened with Rodney King, I mean, I feel like, you know, it was kind of appropriate. Oh, yeah. Because that was uh, uh, such an injustice. Yeah. 
And that was also wasn't that that wasn't on live TV, but there was film of it. Correct? Yeah, there's there's footage of them. There's footage of them beating him, right? I don't ever need, but to I see don't that. think it aired like on live TV. Nah, but, but, uh, but I remember seeing. I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, you can see it. it's from like a helicopter. Yeah, view or whatever. And I it's believe. just it's it's horrifying. I so, wouldn't be able to watch that. No, yeah, not a chance. Um, and so I kind of you know I don't really blame anyone for starting that because. Well, apparently the like the head police guy at the time was like a big problem. I don't remember what his name was. Like corrupt, you mean? Or yeah, like he like like they had many you know assault and racism charges and or you know hurled at, hurled at them. Like he was basically a shit human being in mm, charge shit. of everybody. They so. still do LAPD still. Oh yeah, they're like. They're horrible. I've watched a bunch of stuff about LAPD, man. They were, they were freaking corrupt and just bad. I feel like they just made the news. Wasn't that last year, the year before, where they um, detonated a bunch of like illegal fireworks, like in the middle of a street, a residential? Yeah, they they like found confiscated them or something, and it was like a whole truck, and they blew it up, and oh there were injuries to residents because what? of it. And it's like what. That's I don't not understand. corruption. That's just fucking <laughs> yeah. stupidity right there. Yeah. Like, what? They're just poorly run. What the um, fuck? And, yeah. So, I guess the the, leg- the legacy continues yeah. with them. Unfortunately. All right. My last one is, of course, JFK. Mm. Um, so, you know, can't talk about Lee Harvey Oswald without also covering the assassination of John F. Kennedy. On November 22nd, 1963, the president and his wife, Jackie, were traveling by presidential motorcade through Dallas, Texas. This was supposed to be a celebratory ride for Kennedy's re-election tour. Instead, Kennedy was shot in the neck and head and was seen slumping over towards his wife. The motorcade sped off to Parkland Memorial Hospital, which was just a few minutes away, but it was still too late. Nothing could be done to save JFK. He was pronounced dead at 1 p.m. His body was placed on Air Force One, and before the plane took off, Lyndon B. Johnson was sworn into office by U.S. District Court Judge Sarah Hughes. In less than an hour before this short ceremony, Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested. He was being held for the assassination of the president, as well as the fatal shooting of patrolman J.D. Tippett. That video I've seen. Yeah. That one's horrifying. So wait, that so that parade that they were driving in was broadcast on, on live TV? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that. I also looked it up, and I didn't realize that he was apprehended so soon mm-hmm. after the shooting. And then, so it was literally two days later when he was shot, when mm-hmm. Lee Harvey Oswald was shot. Yep. Which I didn't know. Which, again, crazy. makes, that's where, like, some of the conspiracy theories come from was, you know, JFK was shot on the 22nd, and Lee Harvey Oswald, Lee Harvey, Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested that day, like, an hour or so after, and then killed two days later, like, because did did the government right well, or the poli- or the police force like so, did, because they're put under pressure to like especially something that high profile as mm-hmm. the president they they need to get an arrest like yep. you need to solve it and so a lot of times they'll yeah they'll like they're like all right well I'll solve it it's yeah. not really solved but well the one thing that I heard and I've always it's always stuck in my head was that LBJ may have been the one yeah. There's apparently a picture or something that floated around, and I would have to look for it. But there's something floating around that gives the 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 idea in your head that he had some kind of knowledge, or he was at least. 
but the, in the very least, happy about JFK dying, wow. being killed. Something. So There's, he could become president. Yes. Wow. Yes. So... I have to find that. But yeah, there's a it's there's a picture and you can see like Jackie in her dress that she was wearing and it's got blood on it and like she's standing next to Lynn, you know, LBJ like my oh husband my just died but I'm here for this because, you know, ugh, my husband's body is also on this airplane and we're flying back to wherever. Like, That's... I couldn't imagine the thoughts going through her head. No. But she, like you can see it on her face where she's just like horrified i'm sure she's just in shock as well i mean and the video like you see her when she crawls towards the back like is it is it true that she was like trying to like scoop his brains (gasps) no to i haven't heard that i've heard that several on several different places i don't know obviously i don't know scoop his brains to her where like she I guess just like a in the heat of the moment kind of reaction, like maybe I can get him get his insides back and like oh they can Ugh. be fixed kind of thing, Ugh. right? Like I'm just oh. need to fix him. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, it's not like reattaching a finger or anything. You know? Well, it's... like I said, in the heat of the moment, uh-huh. you just want your husband to live, right? Well, most people do. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. Oh <laughs> wow. So that's our list. This is is. There was something I thought about earlier. Should have wrote it down. I should have because now I forgot. Come on. I was gonna say, oh, I can't believe you didn't include this. Was it Kanye? No. (laughs) No. No. The only reason I say that is not because we were talking about it earlier. Is because it popped up on one of the lists that I looked at. I was like, I'm not gonna put Kanye on my podcast, and yet here I just put Kanye on the podcast. No, that pales in comparison to all this stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, there's it? all kinds of shit. Yeah. So much. I, I could have probably done 20, but I, you know. Yeah. There's only so much time. Yep. Well, I learned some new things, though. Did you, Jay? I did. I always learn new things. Yeah. Were any of these a shock to you when you were looking it up? Um, I had heard about. All of them except for the zombie apocalypse alert. Wow. Well, apparently I never heard of Max Headroom, and I got to go watch somebody yeah. get <laughs> yeah, you both on have the to ass, go watch man. that video. <laughs> That's gonna be for great. sure. While I finish up and get all the all the stuff done to pu- to publish the episode, y'all need to go watch the Max Headroom right video. Oh yeah. Mm. So wait, so you are, are alluding to a future episode maybe about some conspiracy, conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will make sure to tune in. Yep. Um we we actually did start on that one before. I think for last week's episode we were going to do conspiracy theories, but there's just so oh, yeah. many and I didn't, I, I couldn't figure out at the time if I wanted to go big conspiracy theories or small ones or funny ones or, right. or what maybe direction? just a mix of everything. Yeah. I wasn't sure. So we went another direction last week and then. So keep ruminating on that. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and do the sign off because they're getting ready to watch the Max Headroom video. So <laughs> thanks for tuning into our podcast. Make sure you rate and review and subscribe and hit that like button. And oh, wait, that's YouTube. Don't Smash that like button. Smash that chip. <laughs> but until, until, until next time, keep it spooky, bitches. Bye. Peace. Bye.
slashes, come get your fix. Monsters, ghosts, we got all the tricks. Exorcisms and bloody gore.